Baylor basketball may not be good. They may not be great. They may not be fun to watch. But by God, they win games. This is Locked on Baylor. You are Locked on Baylor, your daily podcast on the Baylor Bears, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to Locked on Baylor. Drake Toll, Cameron Stewart, Sports Illustrated's Inside the Bears. Thank you for making Locked on Baylor your first listen every single day. Cam, I, I get it. It's 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 clickbaity to say Baylor basketball may not be good or great. Um, I I just what have come I've come to the realization that this team's not very fun to watch a lot of the time. A lot of the uh... time that it, it is just boring basketball. Uh, two out of every three games, 66% of the games, I find my, I, I literally, there's a picture of a person napping at the Arkansas game. Um, this team is, is not elite. They're not electric. They're not the Harlem Globetrotters, but bro, how old are you? But they win games. <sighs> That's my take. Yeah. They win games, man. Won six in a row. That's my take. I think they are elite. I think they elite? are elite. Well, okay. Yes. Okay. Watching. Uh, I, I yes. Loved it. Saturday was such an anomaly, and they I loved still it. won. The, uh, did you watch so, the Oklahoma game? Did you watch the West Virginia game? Have you watched even? Yeah. This. Win? That, I mean, that, this is what the Big Twelve is. Like that's what the Big Twelve is. Ugh, just gross. And basketball? those teams are better than Arkansas. Jeez. Y'all for and sure. That's that's just what this is. Drake, do you know the definition of the word absurd? Because it's one of the most. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, it, it's one misused. that people just don't know, right? Okay. It's misused. Yeah. All right. So people think the word absurd means it's crazy, zany, right? But it doesn't. Absurd means that it just breaks any pattern of any reasonable expectation, right? It's like, uh, you know, Almost Matt like Castle crazy throwing or zany. for back-to-back 400-yard games in 2008. That's right. absurd. Yes. Okay. Saturday's game was absurd. No. Baylor shooter was hot. Didn't matter where they were on the floor. No confidence of it going in. They shot like 30% for the game. I I just, you'd be hard pressed to find another game where all your shooters stink that bad. Yeah. And they still won. They still won the game. And, And two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, if they had played that same game, I would have agreed with you and said they're not elite. But what I've seen on the last three weeks during this winning streak, I say this team can make up for it. They've turned the corner defensively. I think you even made the remark. They were like one of the worst rebounding teams in the Big 12 through those first three games that they lost them all. Now they're one of the premier rebounding teams in the nation, especially on the offensive glass. So, yes, I think they are elite. They still have elite guard play. They just all stunk on Saturday. It happens sometimes. It's super duper rare. That is the blueprint to beat Baylor. Have everyone sh- miss all their shots from everywhere on the floor. And you've got a chance to beat this Baylor team. I think that makes them elite. Elite. And I saw um, our friend Ashley Hodge, no mean to plug some competition, but uh, like put him. out, uh, uh, had reposted a great stat that actually Baylor's shot quality was like 72%. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it was literally just the absurd. Like they just, they weren't taking bad shots. They weren't running a different offense. They just missed them, missed them, missed them all day long. And they still won the basketball. They still won. They still won. Against a team that was in the top 10 earlier this year. 
they have been totally um, beleaguered by injuries. And uh, the, I, I said it earlier, but I don't think they're better than most of the teams uh, in mm-hmm. the Big 12. No. Um, and right now I'm not even sure if they're a tournament team. But they're well coached. They played their hearts out on Saturday. Uh, and Baylor had the worst shooting performance of the season by a mile and won the game. Didn't cover, but won the game. Didn't cover. That's an elite team to me. They are um, they are an elite team right now to me. Good teams win. Elite teams don't cover in in that book. No, I, I don't think they're I don't think they're elite. Um, come on, why why? Because because they're not a machine. They're not a machine. I watch Purdue. You're, you're saying that, that Purdue's they're not a machine. I watch we're, Tennessee. We're not going to get that again. I to an extent. I like there are these teams that you see and you're like, all right, this team is like Kansas state. They're a machine night in and night out. There's like, there's not really an off night. The games they lose. You're like, Oh Kansas wow. State's elite. That's scary. That's scary. What about Baylor? Are you like, ah, but look, I, I'm, I, I don't want to become public enemy number one for this guy, but I might, when I watch Flo Thamba play, like it, it like Flo Thamba's standing at the top of the key with the basketball lost, lost. <laughs> He does like a rip move with no one on him and then dribbles seven feet to his right, doing well, I mean, nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you expecting from him? What are we perimeter? doing? It's circle motion. I ran that in seventh grade. I ran that in seventh grade. And then I like, I wanted them to it's shoot working. more. It's working. They're threes. getting good shots. I wanted them to shoot more threes. It is working. It's hilarious to me. I, good shots. Like, he doesn't post up, he doesn't score down low. He doesn't score down low. They give him the ball and he doesn't score. He won't post up. I mean, dude, this is three years of this. If you don't oh, know that that's not what he is at this point, I don't this. know what to tell you. They I don't, don't score the ball you. down low. They are. They, it's there. There's like, look, this team can be elite. I think the team can be elite for sure, for sure. But crap, man, they get in these games where it's like this is just boring. This is boring. I so was Drake cool. Toll thinks Baylor's not elite, which I mean, in a vacuum, I can listen to that argument. But Drake told thinks they're not elite because they don't score in the paint. Oh, they they like <laughs> we've been watching the Golden State Warriors for ten years win four championships. And they never Burkott. score in the paint. I don't think they've scored in the paint since twenty thirteen. Boom goes the dynamite. They're not elite though. They're not elite. Any team with Andre Drummond though, they're elite. They can score in the paint. Hundred percent. Or so uh, that's arguments. I'll give you that. Joel Embiid. Um, no, yeah, oh, elite Sixers. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, that's, Minnesota that's not, elite. that was less of Baylor's not elite because they can't score in the paint and more just like flow Thamba. I think I've, I've, I'm, I just finally Saturday got just like, I'm going to spend this whole game watching what flow Thamba does. And I scream, I was screaming internally. Dude, uh, I did that against Oklahoma state and I was so impressed. I thought it was okay, his best game. Well, of the great. That maybe he had a great game against Oklahoma state. I huh? hate to be like this basketball snob, but like. There's just a ton of things he does that just doesn't show up in the box score. And early in the season, he wasn't doing it as well as he was last year, the year before, and he has gotten back to it. He is, I mean, it it helps that they're in his own defense, but he's muscling guys out of the paint. He is much more aggressive on both sides of the ball. Um, And I said it in that that, uh, piece I wrote about him two weeks ago after the Oklahoma State game. He's not, his rebounding numbers aren't skyrocketing. But because he's muscling guys out of the paint, look at Jalen Bridges' numbers go up. Caleb like, yeah, Loner's yeah, yeah. numbers go up. Ooh. So he is he is taking the biggest rebounding threat and like Patrick Starr, picking him up and putting him somewhere else. And he's playing some great off-ball defense. 
as if, they all are with the zone, which it does help a little bit when you're playing the zone. Okay, fine. Maybe he had one bad game. I just, this is the game that I decided to watch him play. I was like, God, <laughs> he had some class. bad games early on. Oh, so, okay. If I'm going to say why this team, why, like why they're not elite, why is Baylor <clears throat> not elite right now? Right now, again, they can be, they can't, I would, I want them to be God, the depth we've wanted the depth to be insane. But anytime there are three bench guys on the floor at the same time, it's like, oh, no, what's going to happen? I love it. I love it. They filtered out Dale Bonner from the lineup. They needed a spark off the bench. They go to Dale Bonner, gets a wide open, top of the key three-pointer, five feet short. Legendary. They pull Seconds him out. Seconds into the game, his first they, action. In like a week. They never put him back in. Caleb Lohner, wide open. Kick it out for three. <clears throat> I mean, couldn't have gone farther from the rim. I, All right. I mean, he's taken like two threes this year. I wanted to yell air ball as well. <laughs> like I, okay. Who is the guy that brings the spark off the bench? Not named Langston love who I love now, by the way, who I love now. Okay. Well, that takes a big player out of there. Right. Sure. So you have, but, you have um, like, but I don't count. Flo <laughs> if Thompson, you're talking about a like, microwave, if you're this, talking about a microwave, a guy who's going to come in off the bench and pour eight or 10 points in pretty quick. Then uh, outside of the odd lengths in love game, he's not going to do that every game. Right. Um, then yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. But I bring in Caleb Loner, and I lose nothing defensively. Caleb Loner's gotten a lot of crap this year. I bring in Caleb Loner for Jalen Bridges. I lose nothing defensively. I lose nothing on the boards when he actually pulls it down with his two hands. Maybe a little bit on the boards. So I, I'm okay, and that's why he's on the bench, though, Drake. That's why he's not starting. Right. I bring in Langston Love, and, you know, I lose nothing defensively. I, he's not going to shoot like Adam Flagler. He's not going to create the way LJ Cryer has been creating the last couple of weeks. Not going to get that. But that's why these players are on the bench, Drake. You're not, you put them in to keep your lead where it's at, keep it where it's going, keep the game steady while your starters rest. And that's what they've been giving you. So, yeah, maybe we thought this depth was going to be a little better scoring-wise, but, I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to find another team in this conference, the best conference in America, with better depth than Baylor. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I don't I yeah. really know more about the other Big 12 teams. Yeah, I just, yeah. I think... And, like, and Josh Ojemun is the same way. It, it's a, it's a, it's a wash in terms of what you're getting production-wise by bringing Thamba out putting Ojan Muna in. Neither of them are going to score in the paint. Sorry about that, Drake. Sorry to break that to you. But they are going to play, and Ojan Muna is getting better every game. To say he's an elite defender would be silly, uh, but he is getting better. And <clears throat> you're getting that same, you're not letting the other teams go on runs just because you have your bench guys in there. I do like Josh. Which is actually key. I do like Josh. Um, I think, so here's what, here's why maybe I'm upset. Here's what, maybe this is why I'm upset. Because you're always upset. Right, I'm a cynic for sure. We this we know that. Um, I was okay. I've seen I, you not upset. It's crazy. I just if you if you watch that game on Saturday and think like, oh yeah, coming away from that, this is an elite basketball team. I think you're a little crazy. You're a little nuts. But um, uh, but I'm not though. But I'm not coming away from just that game. Like as I said, that game is absurd. It's it's such an anomaly of the last even even the games they were losing. None of them looked like that. You know what I mean? It's such an anomaly for this whole for season. Sure. Uh, the Oklahoma game, though, is that an anomaly too? Like the Kansas game, they shot thirty-seven percent. This team's shooting bad. I thought they played. I thought they played worse against Oklahoma. 
than they did against Arkansas. Against Arkansas. I would agree. I, would, I, I think would their offense was out of whack in that game. I think their shot selection wasn't as good. I haven't seen the stats for that. But I just thought they were all sorts of out of sorts. Against it was even more boring. Uh, I, w- I really wanted to leave the show with this, but we had <laughs> such a great dialogue that I couldn't. I, I For the first time in probably my life at a Baylor sporting event, I had so many ideas, like so many thoughts going through my head in this game. I was so frustrated looking at the guy sleeping to my right that I got, I pulled my notes app out and started writing notes down. Note number one. We could have got a great Drake Toll notes app tweet. Yes. That'd have been awesome. You're going to do it here instead for our fans. Note number one. Arkansas is a long team. A lot of big Mm -hmm. guys out there. Like Keontae George would go to shoot a shot and then boom, blocked into the third row. That kept happening. Deontay shot a lot of shots. He made a good portion at the end, especially. Arkansas is just a long team. So what do you do with a long team? And that's something, bad. by the way. Uh-huh. That's something, by the way, Baylor had a distinct advantage of over Kansas, uh, which really helped them out at points in that game where they couldn't score. Was that Rebounding too. Yeah. They were just bigger. Yeah. And they and, self-said it. They are so much bigger than us. Yeah. I, I just I don't and you're right. You're right. Arkansas is long and athletic. And so what do you do? They kept jumping at everything. Like LJ Cry. Well, I was going to say, I, I don't. Jumps. Shoot the three. Shoot the three. I don't see many of those teams like in the top 10. I don't see a lot of those elite teams, elite teams uh, built like that. But yes, that that is something that could could run Baylor into some trouble in the tournament, especially playing the zone because they found the soft spots in the zone and broke it down without having to shoot threes, which they're terrible at Arkansas. So yes, that is a good point. Arkansas is long. Uh, second note, PA guy saying, let's go bears. That's all the note says. Uh, maybe my new favorite. Thing I like the PA is- guy. Don't love that. Oh, I love him. I think he's great. Uh, two things that exist that I hate in this world. Number one, your six man of the game, the Baylor fan <laughs> pick. One of the stupidest things in the world. It's not. Look, it's not on him too. I think like there, there are people at Baylor. They're like, hey, say this into this microphone. Like, I gotta say I'm it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. Every time he says that, it, it gets quieter. It is so awkward, and I can hear opposing fans laughing. Uh, this Arkansas fan like, looked over oh, to me. Yeah. I was like, why does the PA guy keep cheering? Because <laughs> he, you like, they play the clip and it bum, bum, bum. And then the, the PA guy goes, let's go, Bears. Like, he's like, like whispering it into the microphone as to quietly and nonchalantly. It's like being at like a, at like a Detroit Pistons game or something yeah. where there's like where 30% full, you know? Doesn't match the vibes whatsoever. Yeah. Let's go, Bears. And then the Arkansas fans start calling the hogs and he goes, Baylor. And then he says back to himself, bears in two different voices. God, I love the guy too. He's trying his hardest. Uh, it's just a tough job. But the third point, shoot I threes. Do like, guy, yeah. Exclamation point. Shoot threes. We needed to shoot a couple more threes, I thought. Because they kept they jumped at everything. LJ step back three, miss it. I don't care. Just keep shooting. LJ is great in the first 10 minutes of every game. What happens in the second half? What do they say to him at halftime? Like, hey, LJ, calm down a little bit, man. You're, you're scoring a little bit too much. I don't know what's going on. That's point number four of the notes. Um, will LJ, LJ Cryer ever play his first 10 minutes for a full 40 minutes? Um, point number five, what, there were 40% Razorback fans there? Like, there was a whole lot of red in that arena. Um, and I am with some Baylor yes. fans. Like, they apparently brought two caravans of buses and set them in GA. So yeah, maybe it's hospital. It's a, it's hospitable. It's a hospitality thing to be like, oh look, uh, an opposing caravan of fans. Make them stand in line with everyone else. Like, 
Why are we yeah. putting our home fans on the back burner just because these other guys got on a bus? I don't give a crap. I don't know why you should give a crap. Put your own fans in the GA section. Don't paint this whole thing red because a bunch of Baylor fans sold their tickets to Arkansas fans, and Baylor made it readily accessible for Arkansas fans to, please, come into the game early. Get the best seats. Uh, point number six, Big 12 refs are bad. Those are the notes. True. I'm upset about the fan thing. Someone needs to be fired. I am too. I was I was around a lot of Hogs fans. I was sitting in GA. In fact, I had a lady next to me who was wearing a Baylor sweatshirt. Something like her son went to Baylor or something. And I swear to God, there wasn't a bigger, like she was getting more into it than Eric Musselman was. Like there was no oh. bigger Hogs fan in the building than this lady in a Baylor sweatshirt. I was like, her kids what are is going on? I feel like a lady. split family thing, but I'm like, who are you kidding, bro? Just wear, just wear an Arkansas, Arkansas shirt. Yeah, yeah, man, it was tough to... Uh, see and hear them calling the hogs. I got some texts from my dad about that. Mm -hmm. uh, you could hear it on the TV broadcast, which yeah. is just not a great look. And I, and my, I get it. I know I'm pushing back on everything, but I get it. They've got a huge alumni base here in Texas. They don't uh, come around this way too often, especially if you're in like Dallas and they play in Houston every year to play A&M. That's a long drive. So uh, in football. Um, so I, I get it. It's like this is your opportunity, but yeah, that was a that was a bad look. Right next to the student section too right was that to big bus Put section. Put them right there. But yeah, no, no, uh, no, no, no. let uh, the bus people in. Whatever, let the bus people in. Put them in the rafters. Put them somewhere else. What are you doing? What are you doing? We're being nice. Who cares? Yeah, we, we wanted to come back. No, why? This is pointless. This is pointless. Uh, we ba Baylor has this like weird history of kind of bending over backwards for opposing people. The student section used to be behind the benches, the, behind the opponent bench, like it is in football, uh, until yes. namely a Texas coach. Some of the students said something about him and his wife, and she was there, and they didn't like that. So Baylor, to appease the Texas coaching staff, moved the students to, may I remind you, the worst part of a basketball gymnasium so that they can get a great fan experience. Now, I know I'm uh, look I, again. This is another one of those podcasts. I'm oh. being mean. I'm saying the rumor is they're going to be behind the bench again at the foster. Oh, hooray! I'm saying things that aren't That's nice. Just rumor. Where does Duke put their students? Can we can we do things like it's okay to copy people when things work? Don't copy the Detroit Pistons. Let's go, Bears. That did not work. Um, e for effort. Guy tried. That's it. You say Baylor's elite. I say they're they're not yet. I don't think they are yet. I this team is still... I guess there I guess there is the caveat I guess I guess there is the caveat that there's so much parity in college basketball this year mm -hmm. that oh yeah when true. I say elite I don't necessarily mean like 2021 that that we're not getting that again which is fine that's one of the greatest teams of this century um but yeah I think they are among that elite I think they are among those you know maybe this year it's it's eight or nine teams that can can win a national championship yeah. I don't know if I'd put the house on it, but I think they yeah. are of that class. And and they're, the way their game is evolving here in this winning streak is the way you'd like to see it, the way these national championships, these final four teams look. They rebound the heck yeah. out of it. They take smart shots. And they play good defense. I don't know. They kind of got bullied. They got – Arkansas is a big team. They're big. Uh, Baylor got bullied. Baylor's going – they are to me out in the <laughs> Sweet 16. Football, man. They're out in the Sweet 16 to a team that bullies them. This is a team that goes out in the Sweet 16. They they don't have hey, to elite lose. elite teams goes out in the Sweet 16 every year. Oh, true. Purdue Purdue will inevitably go out the error before. Um, 
They play Texas tonight. I would we, we could have previewed that, but Texas. Uh, we spent so much time recapping the Arkansas game. I hate the Monday games. Is that a dog? Yeah, Tara's going nuts. I don't know what's going on right now. Something's going on. Us. You know, they've started giving dogs uh, TLC. What is it? THC? HGT? What is that? <laughs> You're asking me. Now. What would I? What would I know about that? <laughs> oh wow. Tara could use some THC. Calm her down a little bit. There. There. Oh, yeah, I thought work it was going to work. Uh, Scott Drew, what do you think? Are the Baylor Bears elite? Why do you think about Texas? All this stuff. Give it to me straight, Scott. Oh, oh. also, today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Completely forgot to do that. FanDuel, the leading sports uh, the leading sports betting site, the leading sports everything site. I do all my stuff at FanDuel now. That is my, it's where I go because it's it's convenient it's easy it's kind of it's where i wanted to make a switch to uh right now if you need the app for your super bowl party it's FanDuel. i sit i sit in my house and i watch sports and i open up the FanDuel app and i do live betting it's like all right will keontae george hit two and a half or more three pointers in this game and i always say i say over uh you can do it live money line point spread touchdowns talk about all that and more sportsbook FanDuel. It's safe. It's secure. It's super easy to use. Best of all, you can get paid your winnings instantly. You can side out or bet out or whatever it's called. Hedge, I think. I don't know. One of those. Uh, right now, use the code locked on. That is fanduel.com slash locked on. You get a no sweat first bet on your Super Bowl 57. Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel, official sports partner of the NFL. Scott Drew, take it away. Well, I think that's a fitting game for the last Big 12 SEC challenge. Um, really proud of our uh, uh, crowd. Um, I thought they gave us a, a great lift. I think we're the first ranked team to win today. Um, I know the Big 12 is off to a great start, and uh, I'll be cheering for the Big 12 the rest of the day. But uh, um, well, thank God that last shot didn't go in because that was a heck of a tip play. I didn't see that one coming. Um, and uh, really proud of uh, – uh, Jalen, because he just got done up here, playing all second half with three fouls. And then Keontae really uh, got it going uh, down the stretch. But uh, uh, even though um, Adams, one for 11, Langston's one for six, so two for 17, uh, really credit our guys for finding a way to um, not turn the ball over, not give Arkansas transition buckets. We did a good job on the glass. Um, they did a great job following, mixing up defenses. And uh, I thought uh, um, Adam and Flo had great poise and leadership down the stretch for us. What does that say about your guys that you know, y'all shoot 33% and yeah. still find a way to win? Well, you're not going to make shots all the time. As a coach, you just want to have good shots. And if you have good shots, you're doing your job. But then hopefully you're getting some offensive rebounds. And the 12 points was huge for us, second chance points. Um, the free throws, uh, our guys uh, really did a great job on the free throw line and made tough free throws down the stretch. Scott, they really feasted on mismatches in the first half. Yeah. How do you adjust to that in the second? Well, they had a lot of mismatches because with Jalen's foul trouble, Langston's foul trouble, um, we went we went four guards, and um, it's one of the longer, more athletic teams. And uh, uh, one of two things happens. Either the guards get a turnover, rebound, and then score in transition, and you got to go to a smaller lineup, or – the bigs beat you up inside, and you got to go to a bigger lineup. And um, coming into halftime, we're all frustrated uh, because we didn't like how we closed the half. But you look at it, and uh, as we shared with the guys, we're shooting 24%. They're shooting 61%, and it's a two-possession game. So 
we're not going to shoot 24% second half and we're going to play better defense. So um, I, thought, I thought we really came out and played Baylor basketball second half. Yeah, uh, um, the coaching staff's done a great job working with the guys and uh, uh, the upperclassmen helping um, uh, put that in and, and spending some time. So we have a, a curveball slider, as Fran says, a second or third pitch. Scott, what do you think the main difference is about you guys being able to close out games in these, in these past couple games? Well, I think uh, uh, first our, our defense is better. Um, and our turnovers are, are better, and that, that helps with that. So if you don't give people easy transition buckets, now it's five on five in the half court. And uh, throughout the year, hopefully you improve as a team, and we are doing better with scouting report and rotations. And then offensively, uh, um, I know we, we executed a pretty high rate, and I think we're second nation coming in. Uh, and it really comes down to um, taking care of the ball, making sure we get shots up. And then when we don't make them, because it's going to happen, you got to get offensive rebounds. And our guys have been buying into that. And uh, you know how hard it is scoring the Big 12. And um, OU, KU, we really did a great job on the glass this game as well. Scott, one thing you mentioned is your guys have been getting it to the hot guy, and that was Keontae down the stretch. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little worried because Keontae and uh, uh, Anthony Black, really good friends, really competitive, and sometimes you're too emotional. And I thought um, their, their defense early on with the, uh, uh, their drop coverage and their bigs did a great job protecting the rim, and, and we, we struggled, um, showed a little frustration, got in foul trouble, showed more frustration. But I thought second half we really did a great job in executing. Um, you shoot 46% from two, 50 from three, and 87 from the line. And um, we didn't have uh, uh, many turnovers. So uh, that was – and Key, uh, when that's what he's capable of. I mean, he shows you flashes. And for freshmen, that's that's the tough thing is, is you get more flashes. And hopefully as the year goes on, you get more consistency so the flashes are more uh, the consistent thing. And I thought he really took high percentage shots. I mean, you look at those plays and – there wasn't a shot where you said, that's a tough shot. I mean, he made great reads, great plays. He let the game come to it, took what defense gave him. Go ahead, he was able to finish the contact. Is that something you feel like? Yeah, he's he's one he's he's one of one of one of our best uh, uh, guards we've ever had as far as finishing through contact. Uh, um, and and there's an adjustment in high school to college. What's a foul? What's not? And the size and strength. And um, when he's going through chess, he's really good. When he's fading away, obviously he struggles more. Scott, yeah, I want to go back to you talking about the crowd. Uh, two great atmospheres yeah. in Arkansas. Uh, how big of an impact? Huge. I mean, uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I mean, you go into a challenge like this especially, and you're in such a, 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 a concentration routine. You're focused on uh, your conference, and then now you're playing a challenge game. And the SEC, I mean, they've heard for the whole year the Big 12 is the best conference. So they got all the motivation. They got all the uh, uh, um, passion to play, and, and you're worried about – uh, are we worried? Are we looking to Monday's big Monday game? And as a coach, that concerns you. And when you have a crowd like this, it keeps you locked in, keeps you focused. And uh, when you shoot poor, it keeps you uh, energized on defense. And um, again, that's that's why uh, the Big 12 is so such a great conference, uh, such great fan support. It's really really hard to win on the road, and you have to protect your home. And um, crowd uh, uh, gets a huge assist um, today. 
Well, I mean, they got they got great guards, really experienced team. Um, I think the eleventh oldest team in the country, or something like that. And um, I mean, early on, they beat Arkansas in a scrimmage by what forty or something. So, I mean, it's a team that knows what they're doing. Um, we'll, we'll uh, they've changed some things up a little bit. Rodney's adjusted some things, so uh, it'll be a typical Big Monday uh, uh, game. I know with their new facility, everybody. Uh, has been really impressed with the atmosphere they have and the home court advantage, and I know our pavilion will be very similar to that. Um, so uh, I know on the road you got to do a good job taking care of what you can take care of to try to keep the crowd out of it. Scott, did you do anything different defensively on counseling in the second half? <coughs> he was like six or seven. In the yeah, the zone, the zone, I think, I mean, that's took, that's yeah, it changed, changed some things for him. I mean, um, first half they, they got him. To where they wanted to get him, and he made he made some tough shots. Um, he's a really good player, but uh, uh, he earned his points tonight. Uh, he didn't get a lot of freebies and easy ones. Scott, you decided to foul up three late. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you've said in years past it just depends on the situation. Yeah. Is there any hesitation there? Or? Yeah, it was. It, I mean, there's a 51-49 call. To be honest, uh, the reason is they got two offensive rebounds where they got put back. So, um, I mean, that that was concerning, uh, uh, but it. It felt right, and sometimes you go with your gut. And uh, after the corner three went up, it didn't feel as good. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, sometimes it's better to be blessed and lucky than good. That stretch with Keontae Lake, was that design? Oh, yeah, those are all play calls, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when it, things things work, you know. You got nah, it's, it's uh, uh, our guys recognizing who's hot, running good action, um, and him taking advantage of reads. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Enjoy the rest of your night. I'm going to go to bed. (laughs) That was Scott Drew, and Cameron's dog has been barking for 12 minutes. 12 minutes, man. This has been always will be. Come back tomorrow. We'll recap the Texas game. King McClure is going to join the show this week. Pete Sousa is going to join it as well. I thought about, you know, varying our guests a little bit. We'll talk about the Texas game tomorrow. If you got tickets to that, uh, get tickets to that, let me know. We'd love to go. Cam and I would love to go. This has been Always Will Be. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Locked on Baylor. Let's go first.